Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 350. I'm recording kind of late on Sunday, in part because I fell asleep last night before I could get Saturday's episode recorded. I'm actually recording also from my room, my desk. This is my room at home and my home desk, not to be confused with my school desk. And I'm doing this because I'm going to try something a little bit different with this podcast. I am going to put an ad into it. Before that, though, I'm also going to build episodes, which I've not done before. Prior to this, I've just recorded straight through without stopping and just had had one take, one episode, start to finish. But this time, I'm going to record a part one, and then you'll hear the ad, and then I'm going to record a part two. Now, just a little word about the ad. I know myself when I hear ads in podcasts, I sort of go, hmm, right. And I am doing this because it is a way for me to kind of get a little bit of financial support for this podcast. And the ads that I'm going to pick will hopefully fit with the theme that I'm doing. I hope that you, dear listener, are interested in them and engaged in them and use the URLs to follow and find out more about the products, whatever I am talking about. And it's just going to be an assign, an experiment, going to try it, see what happens. And again, I thank you for your understanding and your patience with that. And I thank you also for being here, listening as I talk and share about yesterday, Saturday, as I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. Now, you might have noticed from the episode title, First Date. Now, I have to say right up front, it's not my first date. I'm not talking about my own personal experience on a first date. I'm talking, though, about observing, witnessing someone else's first date and what I noticed, what I learned, what I saw as I watched and witnessed. All right, so a little bit of backstory. So I have shared on this podcast numerous times that I work on Saturdays, mostly Saturdays, at a winery in the town in which I live. And I have had numerous episodes where I've talked about my engagement, my conversation, people I've met, things I've learned, so on and so forth, as I've been pouring wine behind the bar of this winery. Well, yesterday, it wasn't any particular engagement I had with someone. Rather, it was someone watching and looking at what was their first date with someone. Now, I got to say a couple things up front. First of all, I know this might sound really voyeuristic, like I'm hovering and watching over somebody else's, you know, life and their experience. And that, I hope, is not the case. You know, when people come into the winery, they have a choice. They can sit at the bar and knowing that at the bar that a couple things, their conversations are not fully private because there may be people very close to them at the bar. And also at the bar, there is going to be one or more hosts. I don't call myself a bartender, but wine tasting room host behind the bar. So people are going to hear. And the way I see it is if someone 
does not want to be heard, wants full privacy or at least more privacy, they'll sit out at a table. We have some fine two-person tables that are relatively quiet and discreet and so forth. I also know that if someone sits at the bar, they are at least somewhat interested in engaging in conversation. So they know their conversation will be overheard, not maybe, but will be, and that they are not adverse to having the bartender, wine tasting room host, talk to them at least a little bit. So yesterday, um, someone came in and I've, I've talked to him before, but I don't know his name. I am terrible at remembering names. I'm going to call him Jack. It's not his real name, but a memorable, easy name to remember. So Jack came in and we were talking a little bit, sitting by himself at the bar and um, didn't really say much of what was going on. And uh, we had talked before, so we were just kind of chatting. And um, a little bit later, not too long after that, um, a woman came in and I'd not seen this woman before. Unlike Jack, I didn't know her. And she went and sat over at one of the other tables. And I think at this point, Jack had gone back to the men's room. So I went over to the woman and said, hey, how are you doing? You know, it was clear she was waiting for someone. And I says, well, you know, are, are, do you want me to take your order now? Or do you want to wait till your companion, whoever is coming? And she said she would wait. And so she was sitting there. And then at some point, Jack came out of the men's room and went over and talked to this woman. And it was clear that they were looking for each other and that they didn't know each other. That's the key here. So Jack invites her over to the bar and she sits next to him and they begin a conversation. And I will invite you to stick around for part two when I talk about their conversation and what I observe on what was clearly Jack and I will call her Jill. I know, tacky, trite, cliched, but I will share with you in part two about Jack and Jill's conversation on their first date. So we're back. And if all went well, you just heard an ad placed right there. Thank you for listening to that. And thank you for being back here for part two. So we left off. Jack and Jill had just come over to the bar and had begun to talk. And as I said in the first part, I really hope this doesn't sound creepy. Like I was lingering and hovering and, you know, trying to eavesdrop and be a voyeur on their conversation. It, it wasn't the case at all. But I was aware that, you know, I was getting snippets as I was moving behind the bar back and forth. And it was pretty clear that they didn't know each other. They were getting to know each other. They were asking questions about each other's past and families and what each person did. Um, it sounded like both were divorced. Uh, the gentleman, Jack, um, was talking a number of times about his daughter. And uh, Jill was talking about... Um, I couldn't pick up if she had kids or not, but she was talking about her work. And throughout all of this, they were drinking wine. Now, I have to say that wine is a wonderful thing. It is, I believe, a food that enhances life in various ways. And apparently, I can't really speak from experience on this, but apparently it makes a first date go a little bit smoother because... I could see as they drank their first bottle of wine and their second bottle of wine and their third bottle of wine, 
Now these were sweet wines, so the alcohol content was lower than if these were, you know, robust reds. I could see that they were getting friendlier and friendlier. Now, it wasn't major as in like, you know, getting a little handsy, so to speak, but you could see the body language changing. And that's really what fascinated me. They were moving closer to each other. They were facing each other at one point. Um, their, their knees were sort of touching and, and it was just really kind of interesting to watch and seeing them begin to just loosen and relax and to smile and to laugh. And obviously part of this was the bottles of wine, but another part of it I, I know was just the connection and the comfort they were finding with each other. And I think that's where God is present in this experience to me. You know, God is about attraction, right? You know, I I really feel that the energy that is God, the force, the being that is God, is about attraction. Because God is love. And what is love? Love is attraction. And whenever attraction even cosmological attraction, like gravity. I know this sounds like a stretch, but any type of attraction is God at work. And I was seeing this attraction and this comfort and this communication and really, to use a theological word, I guess, communion that was happening between Jack and Jill there at the bar. I really feel that it was of God. You know, God desires that we relate to each other in all kinds of different relationships, right? And anytime we are relating, anytime we are feeling connection, and maybe sometimes it's sexual attraction, right? But anytime we're feeling that connection with someone where we are feeling close and we are feeling we have something in common with them, we want to get to know them better, we want to share more about ourselves with them, God is present. And it was exciting, really, for me to watch this develop in this couple as I went about my tasks. And again, I really do want to stress, I wasn't hovering, I wasn't lingering, I was hearing snippets. And even at one point, I, it seemed like they were kind of needing a break. And I, I kind of just started talking to them and chatting with them for a little bit, which I think they appreciated so that they could talk to someone else and not talk to each other. But they were there for a while. And I could see that they left happily. And I could see that it was a success. And how do I know it was a success? Because Jack was pretty happy at this point. Um, Jack bought some more wine gave us some more business and Jack gave me a very nice tip. Not going to say how much, but it was cash and it was nice. So that was a good thing. little cherry on the top of the Sunday for me, I guess. And I don't know what happened with Jack and Jill. Hopefully Jack will come in again sometime and I'll get to talk to him and ask him and see how that went from his perspective. And um, I I hope to do that. But regardless, it was, I think, God at work. And God at work in a way that we often maybe don't think God is at work. But if God is love and God is the force of attraction, and I would submit that saying God is love is saying God is the force of attraction, then wherever love is happening, wherever love is growing, wherever love is 
beginning, God is there. And I experienced God there in Jack and Jill at the bar yesterday evening. So I'll close with this set of questions. First of all, where have you felt attraction lately? And again, please understand, I don't mean necessarily sexual attraction. I just mean drawn to someone. And it could be any type of drawing to someone. Where have you felt that sense of connection, sense of communion with someone else? And in what ways were you able to recognize or to experience God's presence in and through that attraction, that connection? Did you experience God there? And after hearing my thoughts and reflecting on your own experience, do you think maybe the next time you feel that connection, that attraction to someone, that you might recognize God is present and maybe even say, thanks God, in the midst of it. As always, I appreciate your listening. Thank you. Blessings and peace.